0: Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats, two footy legends covering all things sport. Kia, the Kia Sorrento, Drive Car of the Year.
3: Good to have you with us on the show, Scotty Sattler, Gary Belcher with you and uh, our first sports day since the official start of the Olympics last, uh, it was on Friday and across the weekend, plenty happening Sats and uh, we have an Olympian joining us on the show soon mate, welcome.
4: Lisa yeah hello badge and hello listeners a massive weekend in sport of course most of it is taken up by uh, by the olympics and some of the great performances from australia not only across the weekend but of course today one of the great olympic moments that we're going to be talking about for many many years ariana Titmus. well she she tamed the beast in Katie ladecki didn't she early on this morning our mm. time and uh, we're going to have lisa curry join us to talk about the swimming at the moment how excited she would be i could just imagine what she'd be like she was she was such an energetic, emotional person when she was competing at the time, so I've got no doubt she'd be exactly the same while watching our Aussies.
3: What a star, yeah. She went to three Olympics yep. and, and plenty of Commonwealth Games, I think maybe four Commonwealth Games as well, and cleaned up in the medals there. Uh, we'll have our Kia Top 7. Of course, that'll feature some uh, some footy. We, uh, we love our footy. Uh, we know our listeners do too, and, uh, and the Olympics. Um, and what do you love most about the Olympics? Uh, is it Has it caught your attention we were all a bit flat this time last week? At least I was, thinking, oh, I hope it's going to be the same without the crowds and whatever else. But it's been really impressive um, what they've it. managed to, to put together over there. 477 736 Have you sorted out the app? I've got to say...
4: I'm really you how to sort that yeah. app out. I'm really confused trying to sort out the the seven, is it seven mate, Brixie? Seven mate apps? <laughs> seven <laughs> app. Yeah. It's, it's
0: the seven plus seven app. Seven
4: plus app, that's mm, it. That's exactly so right. So 40-something channels. 45. So, so I've finally worked it out. So Badge, you've got to go onto your smart TV and you download the app. And then when you go onto the app, it's got Olympics, which has got all hey, the hang on, Hang
3: hey, on, you're going too fast for me. Okay, and then it's got live. So I've
4: worked out when you go on the live, it's got all these different these different screens of all the different Yeah, but sports. you've got to
3: sign in with a, a password and everything. Got yeah,
4: you can do that all on your phone. It's all easy,
3: badge. You just said to do it on the TV. No, but it'll ask you to do it on your phone first. Okay, I know oh. that nearly so you nearly nearly you said you just got to go to your TV, and now you're saying you've got to go to your phone first. You really? see why you're trying to confuse me? It'll instruct you. Has anyone else had any problems with the app? 0477. 736, 736. <laughs> it's, hey, just um, it's just you. <laughs> it is me. Hey, uh, I am playing dumb there, which I'm very good at. Hey, to- hot topic. Uh, should the Rugby League World Cup go ahead without Australia and New Zealand? We heard uh, across the weekend that the uh, the big two or two of the biggest nations in uh, rugby league aren't sending teams, mm-hmm. but there are some alternatives being tossed around. so should it go ahead um you can let us know what you think on that uh, on that text line again zero four double seven seven three six seven you know six
4: there has been a lot of fans uh, rugby league fans sports fans on social media when it was announced on what was it on the Thursday, Friday that new yeah. south new Zealand and Australia pulling out, a lot of fans critical of the, of both countries not committing to the World Cup, knowing that the NRL has gone ahead under these strict NRL protocols and we'd be able to get through a be able to get through a a, a, um, a tumultuous season. So many are thinking that we can do that at the World Cup, but there's a lot 50, more. Fifty thousand
3: cases a day or something yeah, over there. It's, it's not like they're cases, having. Isn't they? We've got a we've got uh, you know a hundred cases a day, or and and we're panicking and we're not panicking, but we're all very very concerned. It's it's crazy over there. I'm with them all the way, but you don't have to. Uh, you don't have to agree with that, righto? Mm-hmm. Let's get to our sports update.
1: Sports day, sports update.
3: Hey, you've um, you've seen this, sats, or actually, uh, Brixo has the um that the NRL season is likely to be played out in Queensland for the uh until until the finals and the finals. Yeah,
4: Paul Paul Crawley, Brix, isn't it? He's reporting. Yeah, he Paul Crawley has reported it and. I,
0: he seems to have a high high profile, so yeah, uh, played, the season will be played out in Queensland for the entirety with Melbourne or Brisbane to host the grand final.
4: Yeah, I, and you know what? I'd, again, there's going to be an argument around who should host the grand final if Sydney can't host, it. and it looks as though that's the way that it's going to be, is that um, do you go to Brisbane because there has always been a debate badge around sharing the, the grand final like the NFL do. I don't agree with it. I just think you've got to have a, a spiritual place like Melbourne have always done year after year and like the Rugby League has done year after year. But in these circumstances, do you reward Brisbane and Queensland for allowing the competition to go ahead? Or do you go to Melbourne, which a club, their club, the Storm, has basically been out of there for two seasons? So look so a little bit like the New Zealand Warriors, do you take the game down there? Or is that too much... Is that too much of a? Um, oh, does that fall in favour of the Melbourne Storm too much for a team that you no. think is going to be there at the end of the season?
3: Yeah, yeah. Well, it's safe to say the Broncos won't have the advantage of a home grand final if it's played at um, at Suncorp Stadium. So it, last year they played at ANZ, huh? It was. It, it was, it, yeah. They did play it as planned because it was Reduced crowds. Last year, that's right. They were mm-hmm. talking about last year as, um, yeah. Look, I I've, I've always had this idea that playing in um in melbourne the double header would be an outstanding weekend a memorable weekend uh afl grand final saturday nrl on the sunday um but yeah i think they're i think probably more i think likely they're a week Brisbane.
4: apart this year badge are they yeah so it's first week first weekend in october the nrl and the afl looks as though that it will be the last weekend of september
3: Right. Yeah. So okay.
4: Where in in previous couple of years gone by, it's been on the same the same weekend. But I think it's going back to the original format of what it's always been. So, but but again, like it's again, it's it doesn't matter whether it's a day apart or a week apart. It's yeah. it's um I suppose it's it's allowing Melbourne to, to probably a, a potentially a bigger
3: crowd as well. Well, we just have to stay there for a full week then. That wouldn't be bad. The the Melbourne, there'd be a yeah, race day AFL. on wouldn't there. There'd be some sort of race oh, day on, yeah. There'd be lots, of, there's, always, there's always a race day on. <laughs> um, all right, uh, we'll see how that um, how that goes. I'm not sure about Hey, some very big news around one of the out and out stars of the NRL for the last 10 years or more. Um, Roger Tuavasa Sheksats,
4: yeah, it looks like he's going to, or he definitely will be returning to New Zealand. He's played his last game in rugby league uh, because, on compassionate grounds, the, the New Zealand Warriors have allowed him to return home. Uh, from all reports, he's one of the very few that whose family hasn't come over as well, and the whole COVID situation. There's only a small amount of time now that New Zealand, um, New Zealand residents are living in Australia at the moment or here on holiday, wherever it may be. Have got to get home to New Zealand. I think there's like a five yes. or six day window. They've got to be home.
3: Yeah, yeah, the, a seven day window they gave him, and I think that's quickly closing. So they've they're going to let him go. That that means therefore um, Warriors in in fourteenth place. Yep. Way off the pace. um, Don't expect to play finals. They're not going to make a miracle run. And got so many injuries at the moment. Um, Mm. I I
4: think that we will start seeing maybe the Warriors ask clubs whether they can loan players again. Um, Mm. And again, I I can't see a a problem with that at all. You've got a lot of clubs at the moment that have got players having used all their complement of players for a long period of time and would probably enjoy like, other clubs have done, allowing their players to get a little bit of or as much first grade experience as possible just in case they need them for the finals.
3: Yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, a reminder, Lisa Curry-Kenny is going to join us very soon to talk about the Olympics, especially the swimming, but we'll get stuck into the Olympics uh, really soon here on Sports Day. Dale Finucane, big signing for the Sharks. That was late last week. Uh, late last week so that's a great coup there for craig Fitz-Stivin, it is the incoming coach and co well
4: you've got cameron McGuinness and you've got um also nico hines as well now many people badge they always say oh be careful about signing melbourne players when they leave melbourne they don't get the great success than what they get at melbourne now you've got cooper cronk that refutes that theory and then you've got greg Inglis, of course who went to south and he's a special athlete as as you know but but now that he's got Nico Hines and Dal Finucane together, you're starting to get that sprinkle of of the Melbourne values and principles, not mm. about on the field. It's about the things they do off the field. You know, I, I've always thought the, the really successful clubs badge and you were part of one of the most successful clubs in the in the modern era with the Raiders for a number of years is that when the coach turns his back, it's the players that continue repeating the same principles and the values that you want in that club. So the coach is confident Confident that the minute that he leaves the room, he's not going to have players forming in little groups and and compiling whatever information they can around the club and who's good, who shouldn't be there, who shouldn't be there, whatever it may be. That Everyone's preaching from the same hymn book. And that's what yeah, you get with... Yeah, pulling
3: in the same direction. That's yeah. what you get
4: with Fanukan. When the coach leaves the room, Fanukan is like another coach on the footy field. And yeah. he's probably not going to have a huge influence when it comes to the scoreboard per se. He will from a defensive point of view. But he'll have a huge influence and he'll he'll leave a real legacy with the sharks moving forward I, about I just what happens to toss- off the
3: field. I just want to toss this up for our listeners. Has Barbecue Gate ruined the Dragons season? Zero four double seven, seven three six, seven three six. If you're a Dragons fan or not, is uh, there are they just making up the numbers at the moment? I know they're sitting just inside the top eight. Uh, but it's um, yeah, they're they're in all sorts of strife after that big loss on the weekend. Hey, Sports Bet's Tri July has now raised over two hundred and fifty grand for Mossy Masoy. How good is that? With uh with one round to go. So plenty, yeah. Actually, if it ends in the end. What the last day of of July is Saturday, so maybe they'll throw the whole whole. Round I hope into this that. week so there's that's... a
4: lot of players that are just trying to get get one better than Braden Hemnewellie New, and Jack Williams, because I mean that's yeah. The, do you that think? Was great. Do you think at the end of July we should have a winner? We should that's pick the a first, second, third. We should pick a first, yeah. second, third of who
3: wins. Yeah, outstanding. Love it. All right, now, before the break, our uh, Sports Day player with a round for e- expert car service you can rely on. Visit repcoservice.com. Sat, so I'm going to throw uh, Jordan Ruppiner in here, Jerome Hughes. Uh, what a great performance he put in again. Uh, Jordan Ruppiner in that Thursday nighter against the Eels. Four-string a couple of good Rabbitoh's players, I think, would be in there.
4: Yeah, Cody Walker, even though playing a little bit wounded at the moment, um, was really good. Again, just the speed that he plays at. Luttrell, just the influence that he has. Yeah. Uh, we called, well, I called the, the game yesterday, uh, which is the, the Bulldogs and Sharks, but the game before that was the Titans and the Dragons. And they're really good defensively, the Dragons. Fafita was great coming off the bench, and uh, what he scored one and had a hand in, in two others is pretty damaging. But Jared Wallace, their front row, scored two tries. Had another try assist as well. He was outstanding.
3: Mm. All right. Pick one for us. Sports Day player of the round for for Repco service, your local mechanic with the nationwide backing of Repco.
4: Because Canberra are behind the eight ball and they had to do something pretty special to win on Thursday night. I'm going to go Jordan Rapina. He's, he's play right on full time on Micah Sievert. So Not many people stop sevo that close to the line.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, scored a try as well. Had an outstanding game at the back there. Uh, and you can book those your service at repcoservice.com. This is Sports Day for the Kia Sorento Drive Car of the Year. Lisa Curry-Kenny is kind enough to join us right after this you're
0: listening to sports day have your say by dropping badge and sats a text 0477 736 736 that's 0477 736 736 this is sports day we'll be right back this is sports day with badge and sats for kia the kia sorrento drive car of the year
3: Yes, it, uh, it sure is. Badgers, that's with you. Really fortunate now to have a special guest on the line, um, given that what's going on at the moment with the Olympics over in Tokyo. And one of uh, Australia's great swimmers and Olympian, Lisa Curry, has been kind enough to join us. Lisa, um, how were you feeling this morning when uh, Ariane Titmus had that win? That was just just incredible. I hope you, you saw it all. Yeah, I
2: saw it. We were in a cafe, actually, in, um, in Childers at the time, and... We were watching no. it at the table. We did let, we did sort of let out a little bit of a squeal. And, uh, yeah, they don't have to stop the tears. It was just, you know, watching those races when, you know, Katie Ledecky has been so dominant for so many years and then seeing, you know, our young Australian girl come up and really swim the, the most perfectly tactical race and then just coming in over the top of her in the last 100, it was just magical to watch and... You know, it's one of those moments. He'll go down in history, I think.
3: Did everyone else in the cafe know who you were, or that you were they all watching as well?
2: <laughs> oh, someone usually knows who I am, but um, <laughs> we were quietly squealing in the corner. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, no, it's it's um it's really great to be able to watch sort of you know in our hometown. You know, wherever we are in Australia, we can watch you know the heats and the finals because they're in our time. So, mm. you know, you can be anywhere these days and watch it online. So it's really great.
4: Hey, Lisa, with um, with Arne not only has she got the 400 against uh, against Katie Ledecky, and as you said, one of the well, she is probably the greatest female athlete we've seen in the, in the pool. She's still got a couple of other battles, hasn't she? She's got the 200 and the 800 to come.
2: Yeah, but, you know, once you've won a gold, anything else is a bonus, I think. So she'll, that'll give her a lot of confidence for her other races, of course. But, you know, I've got to say this, though. The, the girl that came fourth in that race, mm. a little 14-year-old from Canada, <laughs> did a 4.02. And, you know, you better watch out for her in the next couple of years. She's, she's going to be one to watch. But the other thing that's worth noting here is in, I'll let you guys do the maths, in 1978, so how many years ago was that?
3: 43
2: uh, 43 years ago
3: mm-hmm. Tracy
2: Wickham swam a 403 for the 400 freestyle which would have got her fifth in today's final
3: Wow so wow it
2: just goes to show how how good she was and I was there that night when she raced we were at the world championships in um, in Berlin and that goes down in one of the you know the best races in history I think. You know, for her to do that time, 43 years ago, is absolutely incredible. But, you know, lots of great races coming up. Kate Campbell, you know, another funny fact, we were looking at Kate's swim, it was just incredible. Um, And I didn't know how old she was, so I looked it up she was born the year that I swam in my last Olympics (laughs) in 1992. So you kind of start to feel really old when you see these uh, little statistics. But, you know, Emma McKeon split in that relay, 51-3. I mean, that... You know, that's bordering on men's times. So, you know, they've worked out how to sprint. They've worked out how to coach our women freestylers to sprint fast and, you know, it's all catching on, but I just wonder how fast they can go. It's yeah, incredible.
4: Yeah, it was amazing, that 4 by 100 Just sublime, the, the connection that they had those four girls. Now, Emma McKeon, you mentioned her. She's got a really heavy schedule. It's Michael Phelps-like, Lisa. Does is it, is it concern you, her workload, or has she just been built for this?
2: Oh, look, she's super talented. She's super fit. Um, but like I said before, at the Olympics, it's not about, you know, I, I am sure that any athlete would rather win one gold than three silvers. Mm. Um, you know, that's that's the ultimate aim, of course. Does she have a heavy schedule? Probably, but she's, you know, she's up to it. The only problem is that for, for a 100 fly, you know, you've got semifinals now as well. Whereas in the good old days, the olden days, when I was there, we didn't have semifinals. So, you know, she's got a couple of extra swims. But she can be rested for the relays. She doesn't have to swim in the heats of the relays. So that's a bonus as well. But, you know, I have no doubt that she can handle it. Um, Emma is, you know, someone I watch closely because I swam with her mum and dad in our era. So, you know, it's always nice to see kids of people that you know come up through the ranks and just do so well at the Olympics. It's, it's yeah. When you look at every sport and every event, um, you know, and you see the, the excitement on people's faces when they win, like the guy from Norway who won the triathlon this morning, mm. you know, it's so hard to win at the Olympic Games, you know, and we have so many athletes that, that go and try and win and it's so hard to win a medal because there's so many fantastic athletes around the world and, you know, it's just... It, I've been all sitting watching these athletes because, you know, I've been there and I've done it three times and, you know, you you get excited when you see all these athletes walk past you and, you know, at the arena in the dining hall and just walking along the streets. It's it's kind of like – it's quite surreal, actually.
3: Mm. And, of course, these games are, are different in that they haven't got the, uh, the crowds, the fans in the stands. But watching the swimming, we do get some atmosphere because, fortunately – the the rest of the team from each you know for each swimmer um or a lot of them are in the stands as well so we're actually getting I think that must be helping the swimmers. It it would it would be um a bit of a bonus for, for the uh for the athletes that are in the pool, wouldn't it Lise?
2: Yeah, look I think um you could probably hear Ari Allen Titmus's mum and dad screaming from Moosa. <laughs> <Lusa>. um, <laughs> You know they were pretty loud. That was good to watch, and you know her coach, Dean Boxall, who oh, I swam with as well. go like, off. I mean, he was just nuts. So I mean, it's it's once again, it's so great for a coach to coach a swimmer to an Olympic gold medal as well. And you know, the, the atmosphere is is really different um, when there's you know twenty thirty thousand people screaming um, than having a twenty thirty people you know cheering along, but. You know, in swimming, you've got your head in the water, you've fully focused on what you're doing, and the hardest part, I would say, would be touching the wall and, and hearing a couple of people clap and scream
5: mm. as opposed mm.
2: to 10,000 people screaming. Uh, that would be a little bit different, but, you know, it is what it is, these games, and seeing them up on the dais with their masks on is unusual. I'm glad the relay girls took theirs off for that photo because that's, that's the part of winning an olympic medal that you cherish forever not only do you have that winning feeling that you have forever but you have that photo on the dais and i think them taking the masks off just to get that photo was was, was beautiful it was really good
3: yeah yeah hey uh, uh, tell me how much of an impact this is having I uh, see that our pre-Olympics program, the Australian swimmers, with our Olympic trials and everything, has all changed. And the, they used to be months and months earlier, and then the swimmers, uh, you know, seemed to be a bit disadvantaged. They'd come right down from that high and have to get back up again, whereas the Americans and other countries had some sort of advantage. Now, we've we've changed our program, and uh, I believe, and is, it, is that having a big effect on the way we're going?
2: Well, I guess they looked at the Americans and how they've been doing it over the years. And, you know, it's you've got to taper, you've got to get to a certain amount of work and then taper from that and try and peak at certain times of the year. So I guess they knew from experience that you could peak early in March and then peak again in in June. But, you know, maybe they've just decided that, you know, through experience and other people's performances, that you can come back up pretty quickly. The, The most positive part about that is that you... Well, the hardest part is to make the team. You have to make the team first. And then there's all the excitement of, you know, we've only got a month to go. Um, you get, you're get packing, you're on the plane, you're getting organised. So there's not really any downtime to, you know, it's when you're training for something, when you train every single day, six days a week, for years and years on end, there are weeks, months of the year where, you know, you think, gosh, does this ever end? You know, you just, mm. you just want to hurry up and come. So maybe they've got to the point where they where they think and know that um, you know a, a short period between trials and Olympics is the way to go.
4: Now, uh, looking at some of the other Aussies to watch, Lisa in the pool, Cole Charm has yet to come. Of course, he was a relative unknown when he won gold in the 100-metre freestyle at Rio in, in 16. He was still a teenager then, but he, he looks as though that maturity, he's got that hunger. Badge, you spoke about how he just looks like an animal when he jumps into the pool. Mm. How do you think he's going to go backing up, trying to uh, to go back-to-back gold medals?
2: Yeah, look, he had a really good uh, relay split this morning mm. when the boys um, won was it silver, I think, yep. or bronze. bronze. Um, and he had a really good swim there, and, you know... The 100 meter, well, the 50 meters, 100 meters. There's nothing in it. You have to be in the final. You have to have, you have to ex- execute the most perfect race. Everyone is fully the fittest and fastest they've ever been. It comes down to who can get off the block quickest, who has the best breakout out of their dive. You know, who has the most control in their in their strokes. Who can hit the wall on a full stroke? There's so many little things that add up to making the perfect swim. And, you know, there could be anywhere between zero and, you know, one or two tenths of a second between first and eighth. So, you know, you can never sort of predict the winner of 50s and hundreds.
4: Now, there's something I'd love to get your opinion on this. And it's getting yourself up. Like you're talking about getting yourself up for the big events, Lise. In the heats, I see some of the Australians, they, they swim their personal best. In the heats, is it difficult to then back up and try and get yourself back up again? Because if you've swum your personal best, which could be the most minute of a hundredth of a second, to be able to get yourself up again is, how do you get yourself up as a swimmer?
2: Well, once again, at the Olympics, you can't leave anything behind. You can't ease off in a heat. Um, You know, I missed the final in LA by four one hundredths of a 2nd so I didn't make the final. And then I swam in the what they call the B final, the banana final. And I won that. My time was faster than the bronze medal time. So, you know, that, as much as that was disappointing for me, it just goes to show that you have to go as hard as you can in the heat to make the finals. So I've seen swimmers like John Seban improve four seconds um, between heats and finals. He did his best time in the heat and then improved another four seconds for the final. So it is in people. Um, And, you know, if you've done it once, you can do it again. And you know what? You might change something. You might find that little bit extra. You might, just because it's a final, you might fold under the pressure or you might, you know, acknowledge the pressure and go, I have a chance here of a medal. So it all comes down to, you know, mindset. You're you're as fit as you are. But just because you did your best time in the heat doesn't mean you can't do it again in the Mm. final and and Mm. by a long time.
3: Well, Lily King from the US.
2: I think, I think US... when people make the final, they yes. Yeah,
3: sorry, Tom. No, I was going to just on on an aside. Lily King from the US said she thought they were going to win all fourteen women's gold medals in the pool. So we've already got two of those. Um, <laughs> we're looking we're looking pretty good, well, and I know you must be
2: proud of them too, Lise. Yeah, I think that's a very bold statement to make. Actually, <laughs> you know, you you can see. You know, I was watching the the men's relay come out on the pool deck, and gee, there's some specimens of males there. You know, they're six foot five, they're amazing physiques. You know, in every single sport, you, you can never underestimate anybody because you don't know what they're thinking, you don't know the training that they've done, you don't know anything about what's inside them that can, can come out on that day.
3: Yeah, no doubt at all. All right. Well, we're going to let you go because we know you're um, you're on the long drive home. Hey, what else outside of swimming is there? Anything else you're you're uh, really looking forward to during these games?
2: Yeah, I'm really looking forward to um, Jess Fox in the in the yes. whitewater canoeing. Um, you know, she posted the fastest time by three seconds this morning, so that was amazing. And also, I'm really look, looking forward to the sport climbing. Um, Tom oh. O'Halloran, he was one of the ninjas there, and I was riding to the ninja. Um, series on Mm -hmm. TV and he's our representative there and and I think the events that they have for sport climbing is going to be really really fun to watch well Well, you've been
4: a celebrity apprentice you've been I'm a celebrity getting me out of here how come you haven't been on ninja yet
2: well I I (laughs) you ask that because I, I was invited to and I thought one day Oh, I'm going to do ninja, and I bound over this hole that was in the ground, and I properly nearly sprained my ankle. So <laughs> I thought, well, that's, that's <laughs> going to stick to, swimming, stick to swimming, I think.
3: Yeah, well, good on you, Lisa. Hey, we really appreciate your time.
2: We're going. Sorry, going to the jungle and celebrity apprentice doesn't require much skill.
3: So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, you were great on those shows. Good on you. Hey, thanks very much, Lisa. And, and uh, let's hope we all witness many more golden moments for the, the Australians during the, uh, the Olympic Games.
2: I'm sure we will. So, oi, oi, oi. Great stuff.
3: Good work. Thanks, Lisa. See you, guys. There you go. What a champion, Sats. Lisa oh, uh, Curry joining us. We're, love her uh, enthusiasm. How good is it? Yeah, mm. yeah, it is. You can see. I see think her
4: son's on Jet. I think he's on SAS, the upcoming right. episodes of
3: SAS. Okay. Mm. They're stars, aren't they, that family? Yep. There's nothing they can't do. <laughs> Better get sick. to a break when we come back. Our news headlines and our hot topic. This is Sports Day. This is
0: Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the Kia Sorrento. Drive car of the year. Four same news headlines for Polaris Australia's number 1 off-road vehicle brand.
4: Yeah, records in the pool but uh record that we don't want to celebrate and that's New South Wales with covid 145 new covid cases which is very concerning especially when people are marching the streets as well. So uh, yeah, let's let's just hope that it, uh, can de- decrease in the coming days. And uh, sad mm. news over the weekend also John Cornell of course known better as stro in the days of the Paul Hogan show, died over the weekend. Um, he was also the man, also badger, badge, wasn't he, who pitched the idea of one-day cricket to Kerry Packer.
3: I believe so, yeah. Um, and, and he was the brains behind the Paul Hogan show too, so it, uh, really highly regarded and uh, brilliant operator in the television industry and, and of course, uh, got the big prize too. He married the beautiful Delvin Delaney and headed off to... He's uh, to to the uh, to the Byron Bay area and bought the pub. He did it all. Mm. What an absolute uh, champion at the age of 80, I think. John, I love that story where he went to see Kerry at to to sell the uh, the Paul Hogan show to Channel Nine, and Kerry was on the phone, and uh, was whoever he was talking to. he was trying to buy a car, or a Porsche, or a Ferrari, or something. Just pay whatever. I don't care if you have to pay double. Just pay it. I want that car. And he hung up and he said, "Now, John." How much do you want for the show? And he said, while well, he's doing that, he said, I thought, I'm going to double it. So he doubled it. And he got it. <laughs> Whatever he was going to ask for, he got double. Oh, but, uh, sad news. Great. I always junior. felt yeah,
4: uncomfortable news. that Delvin Delaney played Paul Hogan's you know, partner in a lot of those skits. And that it was actually Strop's wife in real life. <laughs> I felt uncomfortable as a, as a young guy. Did it? Yeah. News go. headlines for Polaris. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. Now, just before we get to the hot topic, just some quick tests. Texts. Hi, Badge and Sats. I'm sick of watching the gymnastics on the main Olympic channels, especially when the Aussies are not good at competing in the gymnastics. I was on the edge of my seat watching Titmus run Ledecky down. And um, Manny from Ingvigawi says, I'm with Badge. I just want to turn the bloody TV on and watch the Olympics, spending time switching between phones and smart TVs with passwords, then having to do a pike with a half twist. Is just too much. <laughs> just <put on laughs> I'm the, with you. And Rod says, yeah, the Saints are cooked. They're gone.
3: Yeah, mm. we're, we are. Yes, they are. I think they are. And you're right. We are both challenged with all this technology we need. Righto, Hot Topic time.
1: Now, Hot Topic time.
3: that to be a quick one, Sats. Uh, should the Rugby League World Cup go ahead with Australia and New Zealand or without Australia? And New Zealand, there is a chance still apparently because um, the Indigenous All-Stars and, and Māori All-Stars have said they will go and take their place. What yeah, do you well,
4: you talk to the players and I think the biggest concern is here that the players haven't been spoken to and when interviewed over the weekend, uh, Jack Whiten was one of them and said if if you're asked to go, would you go under the current what's going on with COVID, was it 50,000 cases in in the UK? Oh, there's so many, Yeah. um, yeah. In one day. So, and a lot of the players are saying, yes, I'd go. Now, the problem is, Badge, is that as the governing body and also the employees of the players, you can't put players in potential dangerous situations. It's... It's a lawsuit waiting to happen. Even if you sign disclosures, it doesn't matter. It's so like any employee, you try not to put your employees in dangerous situations. Would I go if I was asked to play? Absolutely. If I've never played for Australia before, you'd, you'd swim mm. to the UK to play.
3: Sure. Um, but if you'd been on a couple of tours already, I think you might think twice and go, well, geez, I'm not so sure I want to do that risk myself my family and come back and have to quarantine for a couple of weeks apparently the uk government was prepared to pay more than a million bucks to quarantine all the nrl players and staff and uh, at olympic park after the after the world cup
4: yeah and if the players are willing to do that well that's fine and they're saying that now but after being pretty much half the season in quarantine you know, close to the full season again then having to quarantine again when they get over there and then quarantine when they come home it's you know it's 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 a fair Difficult. strain. It's a fair strain yeah. on individuals and a fair strain on families. The indigenous all stars and the Māori all stars, should they be allowed to go? Well, many are now saying, well, if you win the World Cup and they do go ahead, it doesn't have an asterisk next to it. You're not really mm. beating Australia or New Zealand. And I suppose the answer to that is in the Moscow Olympics, there were 66 <laughs> countries that didn't go, including the US. But I think they still regard themselves as gold medalists.
3: I'm sure they do. Right oh, that's our hot topic. What do you think? 047736-736. Better get to a break when we come back. Our Racing Queensland update and our Kia Top 7. You're
0: listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477-736-736. That's 0477-736-736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats Two footy legends covering all things sport Kia, the Kia Sorrento, Drive Car of the Year On Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update Queensland is your place to race this year
4: and that it is. The action continues this week at Doom and the Gold Coast and Sunshine Coast. And Chris Nelson's on the line as he is each and every week. How are you, Chris?
5: Going well, thanks, That's Good
3: uh, evening to you. Good evening, Badge. Oh, mate. What's, ha- what's happening this week? Plenty, we believe.
5: Plenty. There's always something going on in, uh, in Queensland racing, that's for sure. And uh, we've got a pretty full week. We kick it off at uh, Gatton tomorrow. We've got some good trials too, just quietly at the Sunshine Coast tomorrow morning. There's a horse of David Van Dyke's called Startled. We've only seen twice for two impressive wins. Been off the scene for a long time. Looking forward to it going around in heat three, but that's not one we can back, so that's just to watch. Uh, Doombin on Wednesday, Cairns on Thursday, Ipswich on Friday. And we're back to Eagle Farm Saturday, the Gold Coast Saturday, Toowoomba in the Twilight Zone on Saturday afternoon, as well as Townsville. Things are warming up in Townsville. We're getting close to uh, cup time in a couple of weeks. And, of course, the Sunshine Coast on Sunday afternoon. So another full week, plenty of winners, hopefully, guys. Hey
4: Badge, how did the uh, how did the tips go on the weekend? You followed Chris's um, each oh. week?
3: Almost good. Almost good, yeah. If, it, if, I, if I had everything a place, I would have been a genius. But, I, unfortunately, I thought, I thought tip, Chris's tips were going to win.
5: Oh, so did I. But, look, any more seconds and I would have been a full minute.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Heard that one. Hey, there's, now there's no restrictions at the moment, are there, on any of these um, Queensland tracks either, I think, as far as the crowds go. Is that correct?
5: I don't think so. No, I think we yeah. need to wear marks. That'd be the only thing. Yes, yes, um, but numbers wise. Numbers wise, no, I don't think there's any restrictions that I'm aware of. And look, that's a, <laughs> that's a changing thing each day. And yeah. with a few cases around, who knows what might happen later on in the week. But hopefully, fingers crossed, nothing happens and we're all. Uh, we're all up and running all week and going forward. And be nice to lose the masks later in the week, too.
4: Yeah, exactly. Thanks very much, Chris Nelson. I'll talk to you again during the week.
5: Look forward to it, guys.
0: Now on sports day, the Kia Top 7, the Kia Sorrento, drive car of the year.
4: Yeah, the seven seat Kia Sorrento. I bought one, what, about two months ago now, badge? You've oh, seen it, a black
3: one? You buy everything you want. Beautiful. That.
4: It's got USBs uh, everywhere. USB. Sockets everywhere, all around the car. All the kids, yeah, they cool. absolutely love
3: it. Number seven badge? Well, the top seven stories out of the uh, on the weekend. Uh, the first one's not great. Ash Barty crashed out uh, the Olympics round one just two weeks after she won Wimbledon. Yeah, I, I think this is... Exp- Viva España!
0: Sara Sone bez- Tormo with the upset! Defeating the number one seed, Ash Barty, on centre court at the Olympic Games. The world number 48 with the monumental upset in the opening round.
4: Yeah, I'm sorry I jumped in there, but it's going to be a little bit expected, you think. Coming down from Wimbledon, mm. pretty difficult to get yourself back up, isn't it, when you've
3: definitely really primed definitely. yourself? We'll, we'll forgive her.
4: Yeah, we'll exactly. Her. At number six in the care top seven, well, South Sydney, they... They ran roughshed over the the Warriors. And it was Latrell Mitchell round the corner pass to Cam Murray. It was special.
0: Cook close to the line. The ball is hurled away and taken by Cam Murray. What a pass. Latrell Mitchell just throwing it in hope. Cam Murray receives and the try is awarded.
4: Yeah, it's pretty special from Latrell. The big left hand round. He didn't throw that
3: in hope. He knew he was there. The big left hand round the corner pass. What a a talent Latrell is. uh, Number five. David Fafita for the Titans. He's been, he's copped a few baggings this year. Came off the bench. Didn't come on until about the 30 minute mark. And then he scored a try that only he can score.
1: Here's Sexton. The bypass for Suamala Aoi. Now Fafita fends away from Hunt. still going for Fafita. And there it is. Just too strong. He had two or three to beat. And the incredible hulk that is David Fafita wins the race to the line.
4: Oh, it was it was horrible defence, but it wasn't a badge. I mean, oh,
3: but he's a weapon.
4: He coming off the bench that may be his future for the next twelve months or so, just so he gets yeah. used to realizing how important he is to the game. Number four in the Kiwi top seven. It was, I think, it was possibly the play of the year alongside. Jaden Brayley's cover tackle about two or three weeks ago for Newcastle, but Jordan Rapana try saver right on full time against the Parramatta Eels.
1: Oh, juggle there from Brown Arthur. There it oh. is. Fiveing. Oh. Oh. oh, there it is. Oh. Oh, oh, no, no, no try. Did the no defence
3: of the Raiders well. were there yeah. again? If you okay, go on the reaction of the players, four, Jordan Rapana, no try, has saved this try. I'm have a look. Yeah.
4: He just threw everything, his whole body, hip and everything into it.
3: He did. Amazing. It would have been a shame because that, that try that was awarded, before, I haven't heard anything about that. Absolutely shocking decision. Dylan Brown offside and that led to the, uh, the first try. He was offside by a good metre and a half. It was yeah, I know.
4: It was plain to the oh. naked
3: eye, wasn't it? Don't know how they stuffed that up. Number three in the Kia Top 7, Jack McLaughlin. Unexpected silver in the 400 metre swimming final, uh, men's swimming final. He won by. It was won by a mystery Tunisian.
1: So Hafnawi the big surprise 50 metres to swim it's all on the line now Winnington just off the pace McLaughlin in a race for the gold medal McLaughlin lane 2 Hafnaui the Tunisian only 18 years of age, McLaughlin gets to work, he might be just in front, can he hang on here number 2 rank, Hafnaui pushing the Tunisian, not much between them, they hit it just out in silver, McLaughlin gets the silver medal and the 18-year-old in lane eight wins gold for Tunisia.
4: Amazing, absolutely. Yeah, it amazing. was. It was incredible. That's it a, a second a gold medal to... in the, uh, in the pool. They, of course, they won the 1500 um, last Olympics. The Tunisian. So, yeah, I loved his reaction as well. He was so excited, so excited. Mm. And this yep. would have been this would have been number one normally, wouldn't it? Until yes. what happened this morning with Ariane Titmus. But the Aussie women win the four by one hundred. Meet a final first women's team to go under three minutes, 30 seconds.
2: Kate Campbell, I've got goosebumps. This is so exciting. She's just got to hold on for this last 25 metres. Get onto the wall. Keep in front of that world record and just be strong.
1: Really good battle for the Miners, Canada and the United States challenging. Can they get under 330 for the first time? It's their world record. Kate Campbell in the water for her third gold medal. Away she goes. Four by one equals three in a row for the Australians. A world record. They defend their title and the best of this generation.
4: All she had to do was give her a really good start, Emma McEwen, which she did in that third leg. And... Yeah, there was no stopping a badge. Yeah, what's rounding it out? Well it's pretty obvious. Had to be.
3: Had to be from this morning Ariana Titmus's four hundred meter win.
1: She's right up on the shoulder of the Great American now. 20 gold medals at Olympic and World Championship level. Now nothing between them. 350 now. She's in front now. for the first time. 50 to go. This is going to be a sprint now. What can Arnie bring out here? This is what they've waited for. Here we go. The sprint to the end. Can she be beaten? Katie Ledecky, the defending champion, the world record holder. Ariane oh, no. Titmuss in front. Match race down to the end. Stroke for stroke. She's in front, Arnie Titmus, Ariane yeah. in front. To become a legend, you have to beat a legend. And that's what we've seen. Australia win gold. Ariane Titmus, confirmation, a coronation. We can start the celebration for Australia. Arnie gets it done. Gold in the 400 free. She beats Katie Ledecki. What
4: a great line badge. To become a legend, you've got to beat a legend. Outstanding. Yeah.
3: Amazing stuff. Uh, the only performance better than that was probably her coach, Dean Boxall. <laughs> yeah. Did you see how how he? Well, I think we might have some uh, some audio. Dead said he's the new age Laurie Lawrence who we spoke to last week, but um, he's become an overnight social media sensation. Uh, and a coach, Dean
1: Boxall, he's um, he's the contemporary version of Laurie Lawrence, and I don't know how that um, fence is going to feel about that, but. Um, <laughs> what a performance, and what a performance by the coach. And isn't and this fabulous? This is great. What a great moment.
4: Outstanding. He went absolutely crazy. And the, the actual official, the Olympics official, didn't know how to settle him down, didn't know how to handle him. No. <laughs> I reckon you just let him go. Yeah, Ripped that's...
3: off the marsh, punched the air. <laughs> he was doing the pelvic thrust, everything. He was
4: going crazy. <laughs> that's the Kia Top 7. The seven-seat Kia Serrano has just been crowned Drive Car of the Year. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats.
0: For Kia, the Kia Sorrento, Drive car of the year. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au. Predict Australia's score with a crystal ball. And it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 finals. All thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply.